Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of Al. Choose your allies wisely, for the fate of the universe may rest on your shoulders. And tonight we're going to talk about Episode 8 of Sci-Fi's Krypton. We might have missed Episode 7 last week. That's because I almost died. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, it was ugly, y'all. Yeah, there might have been... Uh, um, yeah, like a heat stroke thing and some other stuff that kept me from going. I can't sit up right now, so no, we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're finally getting around to doing this one. And yeah, because you're actually not even at home either. We're all over the place. Yes, I've been traveling for work for the past two weeks. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, before we jump into this, I just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You'll find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, if you want to email us, you can reach us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at jindev. Brad also has a Twitter, but he barely uses it. If you want to try, he's at bradzv. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted, especially with some of the new shows that will be dropping soon. Mm -hmm. Summer will be over before we know it. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There are groups out there that tell you that you should not go out and do CrossFit activities when it's 110 outside. I could have told you that. (laughs) 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 Though I may have told you not to do CrossFit activities while it was 70 outside. It was the hottest day of the year. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was rough. I was feeling old. I do have a powerlifting event this weekend, though, but that Mm -hmm. is inside in air conditioning, so it's all fine. As it should be. All workout activities should take place in an air-conditioned facility. I got suckered suckered into that other one. How did you do, though? Uh, I did not die. We did not come in last, so there's that. That's the winning. It was actually, it was one of those things where I was like, in the division we were in, these people should have been in in the RX division because they were jacked up. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. But we did not finish last, so that's all that matters. (laughs) That is important. And that's winning. Yes, it is. So what else is on Facebook? Oh, uh, so, oh, yeah, we totally missed that. Uh, we're on Facebook a few times. We have our Brad and Court Talk Peer Phantom Podcast group where we have a wonderful bunch of people who talk about different shows that they happen to be loving right now, um, different movies and music. And just if you want to talk and ramble, there's a group of people who are ready to welcome you there to join them. Uh, we also have our Van Helsing uh, Facebook group. And uh, I guess the show is going to be coming back this fall, and people are pumped. Uh, I believe uh, the first teaser trailer, well, the first teaser uh, popped up after Comic-Con uh, last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did you see it yet? And I did. I'm excited. Yep. Like, oh, my God. Oh, and did you did you uh, see the interview that the girls did with Trisha? Uh, yes, I did. Awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sci-fi royalty. And she's playing Dracula. I am so excited. I know. It's so awesome. So say we all. So say we all. All right. What was this episode about? Okay. So this lovely episode. Oh, my God. It was so amazing, Brad. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode was 208 Mercy. It was directed by Katie Aldrin and written by Clara Kilner, struggling with baby Jorel's abduction. Seg and Nisa work with Zev and Jaina to take out Zorel's fleet. Somehow it got written as Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's fine. Meanwhile, all is not what it seems with Lyda in her presumed death. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But since we were so, here last week, let me touch on some stuff that happened in episode seven. Do that thing. That was a really good episode, and there was a couple yes, things was. in there. We find out more about Doomsday. Now, that was kind of cool because we just known this, you know, Doomsday is a dude that was teased for a long time, and we really never saw anything on him. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Doomsday has been around for a thousand years now. That's, you know, when he was kind of created as he was a volunteer named Dax. He had a unique mm-hmm. genetic makeup. He, oddly enough, did not look like a trill, though. But that's the, oh, that's never Star Trek. Never mind. <laughs> so he volunteered in this and basically, you know, they lied to him a little bit. It was a government thing. The government lied a to lot. you. Really? Yeah, you can see your family later. And we started trial one, test one, which was, you know, successful. Hmm. And we had to, well, no, the trial one wasn't successful. They had to bring him back, right? I think they killed him off on the first one. And then they resurrected him. Yeah. And then test two was successful. And then trial two, test one was fire, and that really sucks, but he's resurrected again. We went up to 105. And I think later on we're at uh, tr- uh, trial 455 test five. <laughs> it's, dude has gone through a lot of stuff. We see with each version of his test, he's like mutating a little bit. You know, so a lot. He, yeah, so he could become a protector of Krypton, and mm-hmm. that's you know what Zod wants him to be. Also, in this whole entire uh. yeah. Well, Not Zod, necessarily a protector of Krypton. Well, like, he wants to use him as a weapon. Yeah, Zod, Zod wants to make him a protector of Zod. That's why he wants to brainwash him. So, there's that. You know, he can make him listen to his commands only. But through right. this whole entire thing, is like 455 trials. We don't know how many tests are in each trial either because they're, you know, giving him all the everything that can kill him on Krypton. So, I mean, there could have been 100 tests per trial. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But through this whole thing, he's dying and coming back again and dying and coming back again. And literally, that was, you know, it was like scarring up his mind and driving him, you know, crazy because, you know, all this torture and being killed. And resurrected, right. yeah. And his wife comes in at the end of it because peace has come to Krypton. And yet they're still messing with him because, you know, they need him for later. And. He is apparently just a few trials away from being unstoppable, but he remembers enough to put his hand up on the glass to see her. Oh, that was sweet. So it's like the one memory that he has and also the one memory that Zod can use. So it was just one of those things, you know, he's like, he went through a whole lot. So we now we know that Doomsday was a man at one point in time that just kind of got used and abused. Mm-hmm. He had um, a genetic mutation in the blood and... I believe it was one of Seg's ancestors mm-hmm. who was the mad scientist. And I think she was working with the Zod, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole thing. She didn't want to stop it because she was just going to town there. Because, you know, you got to protect Krypton later on down the line. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where we also got the remaining nanites of Brainiac were taken out of Seg, so he was all clear. But mm-hmm. it kind of infected virtual Val, so it didn't work as well. And then instead of, you know, boxing the city up there, Brainiac was going to take the most important part of Krypton, which ran through the blood of their son. Yes, uh, there is greatness in the L blood, yes. as you know. And he's preserving the universe's cultures. Yeah, we're in trouble because his name is now Jorel, and we seem to be getting back on track with the mythology that we know. Mm-hmm. But uh, little Jorel's been kidnapped. Yeah, so that makes things, you know, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Jorel is uh, Superman's father. Uh huh. Yeah, so apparently we need something to happen. Yeah, uh, we need to get him back on Krypton as soon as possible. Well, not necessarily. He's frozen, so he could technically be gone for as long as they need him to be gone. Yeah, but he's still the son of Seg and Nyssa. Yes. Nyssa. Um, I don't know. He's got to show up at some point in time. He can't be gone forever, you know. Like, we need to get the timeline fixed, okay? Yeah. Timeline is all jacked up, that is for sure. So he's off with Brainiac, and they're off cruising the world, and they're gone. Which made Zod go, well, that was weird. Didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because Brainiac's ship had come and was hovering over a Candor, and I guess he thought they were about about to get bottled for sure. Yep. And it didn't happen. (laughs) Okay. Now on to episode eight here, where we find out that Light is alive? What? Yay! Like, there was no way they could kill that character off yet. I mean, they could have, but very um, smartly. Just like they didn't kill off Janna, they found a very inventive way to put us through some major stress with Lyda. Like, I did not expect this this twist that they gave us. Remember, I thought maybe they were going to use some clones from what we had seen last year mm-hmm. with Nyssa, where they had it from all over if something happened to him there was a clone but right. i'm more than sure that jacks or she destroyed them right i that's what i thought i thought that she destroyed yeah. all the clones yeah so yeah i've been sad over the past couple of weeks thinking the further we got from that episode that lida was truly gone so well, they yeah they, they left us hanging for a while i was having a hard time believing they kill her off mid-season but then again i was like hey why not i mean it's shows do that go. man so we find out that um She's in the past. It was very confusing at what was going oh, on. No, 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 no. No, I know she wasn't in the past. I thought okay. they were in the past. It's like she's. Oh, you thought it was a flashback? Yeah, like right off the bat. Okay. I'm like, this is a flashback. This is really odd. What is going on? And why are they not in Candor? And hold on. Like, when did they run away up together? Yeah, and then I was like, and, and Jana knew about this the whole entire time. I was like, what timeline are we in now? Where are we at? <laughs> It's like I was really confused there for a bit. I was like starting to get a code, and then things were being weird. And yeah, it was kind of like okay, interesting. <laughs> but we find out that you know there is naturally the one um, toxin that Doomsday hasn't been affected to that they need to try to you know help conditioners with is the Black Mercy that. Um, Lida has been in for the past few months. Yeah. Like, that seems super dangerous. Well, you know, Zod was doing it to protect her. 
Yeah. Himself, but okay. He's so, yeah. Mm, uh-huh. So, and again, this explains everything that, like, we've been feeling this season. We came into the season, and all of a sudden, Lida was completely different from everything that we had known of her. Right. And, like, I guess even when he tried to condition her, he couldn't make that happen, right? I guess not. Like, I guess it, it, didn't didn't, it didn't take. And he says, you know, it's the loss of her mother, which, you know, put her into this condition. But, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the scientist uh, woman who was with Zod should have been like, yeah, that's just not right, dude. That's not, you don't, no, bro. That, and I can't see him being able to keep her in that, in that, like in that stasis for a very long time. Because, like, that had to be doing something to her mind and body. Oh, I think so. I think eventually you just get stuck in there and you're just not going anywhere. But, yeah. It's it was interesting, and we kind of find out about you know being able to break out of that because her reality starts fading when they start messing with the Black Mercy and taking the the uh, uh, toxin out of it to use. Uh, is that what happens? Yeah, so they weakened. Okay, so they weakened the Black Mercy. Otherwise, she could have been under for longer. Right. Yeah. I didn't know if maybe the scientist, maybe she did something to help bring Lyda out, and she was able to fight her way out completely. Um, like when I guess her reality started to turn on her. Well, the scientist said, you know, doing it again can mess with the hold on reality and, and she can start rejecting the, the fantasy. But okay. Zod actually said that too. Because Zod's the one that said the only way to break the hold on is to reject the fantasy, which looks like started to happen with her, which means that he had already been in it because he had gotten out of it once before. Okay. So I'm kind of curious as to when, how, and he, how did he get put into the hold of the Black Mercy and rejected himself? Well, it had to be sometime before the Phantom Zone, and that right. could have been at any point. Yeah, because we don't understand the timey wimeyness of him either. Right, like, and I'm sure I we'll, still don't get how he's there. Yeah, I'm sure we'll never find out that answer. But it was just kind of like one of those little. Uh, one, one of those little data drops here. Here you go. Pff, you need to know this yeah. here. So when this comes and to flourish later. Like, I understand how he's there kind of sort of because Adam is there the same way. Like, Adam has traveled through space and time. Right. And we've seen him do that. So True. Now, when they go back again, this is when Lido is able to wake up as things start really going downhill in her fantasy world. <laughs> Yeah, she was a little too happy. Yeah, it's it, things take a turn for the worst. And she wakes up, and, you know, it's always fun when you have to pull giant things out of your mouth. and just uh-huh. Like, know. that effect was awesome, though. Yeah, it was kind of very Matrix-y, too. It was like, oh, I'm yes. awake. And it was literally kind of the same thing. She was stuck in a Matrix. Mm-hmm. And the fantasy realm, which is what I liked about the Kryptonians, is the fact that you can lay around for months and not move uh-huh. at all, and you're able to, to get up and just beat down a guard. Yeah. Uh, like, somebody kept her in shape. Yeah, yeah, it was the plant. Oh, like, no. no muscle atrophy or nothing happened to it. It was the plant yeah. had her going. Yeah, that Black Mercy. Yeah. It's going to work the same for uh, for Doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get him going? You think yeah. it's going to break Doomsday out of his mind control, even though that he's getting be. reconditioned? I think it I think it will. Like I don't think that Zod will be able to control him like he wants. And it's gonna be interesting to see those two face off. So at some point in time I think it'll work for a while, but at some point that Doomsday will overcome that and remember who he is. 
Yeah, and possibly he could side with uh, with with Seg and the rest of the Kryptonians because he wasn't a bad man. And he can become the protector of Krypton after all. Exactly. And that would be one hell of a twist. It would be. That would be interesting. That would be a mm-hmm. good way to knock mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. And, like, that's one of the reasons why we love this show. They take this this show and this mythology, which we've seen done over and over again, mm-hmm. and the thing we've seen before. Now, after Lyda escapes out of there, we forgot that they were doing this whole break-in to try and find her. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, no, they, um, they did. The, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say they did the break in. So at the top of the episode, we have uh, we have Seg and Nissa trying to find their kid. Nissa is quietly resolved to uh, just raise in the galaxy until she finds her kid. And um, Dev and and Jana they show up at at the fortress. Is it the fortress? Yep. I call it the fortress. And uh, they're like, "Hey, what's going on? Let's go do this thing first. They they went to go try to get to the fleet of ships that Zod said he had Mm -hmm. uh, because we saw that in the last episode because he's ready to start taking down other planets basically and they want to try to stop him so they they tried to get their way and and was it the palace yes (laughs) the fortress or whatever yeah they sneak into the Sagittari um beyond the guards and everything and I guess Dev and and Jana got caught. Well, it was helpful that Seg and Kim used to liberate they goods for caught. the pizza uh, for the people, and they knew these tunnels that no one else knew about. That is super helpful. Yeah. Um, and when the, and, pa- the patrol passed and gunfire starts and things just went downhill quickly. Yeah. So Seg and Nissa, they got caught. And I, I really thought that maybe um, his father would try to put him in that machine again. Not his father. His son. His son. But yeah. he... he did it really well. He's like, we already know it's not going to work. I mean, it would totally have worked. <laughs> yeah, because it only didn't work the first time around because of Brainiac. But he doesn't know that, so what's the point of doing it? True. I mean, just waste of time. And it didn't work out so good last time, so yeah. Yeah, so this is what brings them there, but technically this is not are actually there to rescue Lyda or to be rescued by Lyda. Yeah, that was a, a surprising thing when... Uh, Jane and Dev are caught, and then mm-hmm. as they're about to be shot, because, you know, that's what Zod said to do, they are rescued by her, and she falls down. Yes. Dev is a very smart one. He doesn't trust her since he watched her die. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. Good on you, Dev. Don't trust him. Don't trust anybody, man. But she tells yeah. him about being trapped in a fantasy world where everything was perfect and still started falling apart. And they were good with that because, yeah, that's how it rolls. Yes. And uh, Lyda, again, after being in a coma under the Black Mercy for all those months, like she is quick on her feet. And she, she again, is the one that's able to come up with this awesome plan uh, where they're able to get uh, Seg and, uh, and they're able to like do this whole distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Seg and Nisa got uh, put into a cell together. No. Mm-hmm. And uh, since uh, Light is dead, uh, dead after all, Seg's like, Nissa, I'm going to be with you every step of the way until we find our son. <laughs> I love you. Oh, no, he didn't say he that. He didn't say that. He was close to it. He's like, yeah. He was, yeah, you could see him like ready to devote himself to her. Uh-huh. But as soon, as soon as he saw Lida again, yeah. he saw the look on Nissa's face where she's like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, he was like, Nissa, me and you forever, BFF. Exactly. <laughs> She's been friend zoned. Yeah, and then here comes Dev pounding on the force field with his fake arm because remember, his arm got shot off and he got a robo arm. I completely forgot about that. So when well, we were uh, in Lida's dream world and he had lost his arm, I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, that was part of the whole thing. Yeah, he lost his whole arm. So that was, uh, yeah. he got robo armed and that's how he got it. I did love the fact, though, that, you know, Dev was kind of a jerk. I'm going to give you no forewarning, Seg, that, by the way, <laughs> she's alive. Okay? I won't let you screw this up your own self. How can you prepare somebody for that? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, surprise! <laughs> well, you know, he was sitting up there on top of the jail cell listening to this whole conversation that Seg and, uh, and Nissa was having, and he's like, okay. So he took my girlfriend... I'm kind of with her mom now. Should I tell him? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I kind of like where in the dream, Lida paired Nissa with Dev. Like, uh-huh. did you see that? Yeah. They were kind of together at her wedding. Yeah. Well, it'd kind of be weird <laughs> if she paired him with her mom. <laughs> True. I'm just waiting. That's going to be weird when that happens. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to come out. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Alrighty, we'll just go with that. Well, I guess you could use that bracelet thing that we bought when we were trying to get married. <laughs> now, uh, back in reality in the, in the uh, jail cell, Zod is a little upset to find out his mother has escaped. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my like, other, what do you want for her now? Leave her alone. My other question was, did this, her escaping, kill the Black Mercy? I don't know. Because the plant like, was... Is, is it like a parasite that needs um, a host to thrive on? Well, you did say it was a parasitic plant, and but we don't know because it was like beating like a heart thing and all. Yeah. But then when she took it out, it just laid on the floor like a weed. It doesn't matter if somebody else comes around. And How, how do you interject this into somebody? Do you just like shove it down their throat or is it just a little bit and it grows or... You're asking a lot of questions. Just, just wondering. It's like a tree. Like if you're a if you're a three eyed raven, you sit in a tree and you eventually become the tree. <laughs> Is that how that works? I don't know, but now I'm wishing they had shown us the scene where everything happened. I know. like where he actually attached this to Lyda. No, that would be too but, easy. ooh. So okay. The flashback. Mm-hmm. So the flashback that we got where Lyda like when she started to defy him and she was telling him that she was not on board with his plan and he attacked her. It was what we saw in the phantom zone. Like yes. that, that actually truly happened. Now, like I thought that had been a vision or something that, uh, that Seg had or a hallucination or a vision of the future. But I guess he was seeing it as it happened. But this is what also got me into the whole, into that scene when he is attacking her and choking her, Seg yells at Zod Zod turns around because he hears him. And uh-huh. it wasn't like, did he hear him from the Phantom Zone? Did he turn around for something else? So it was a Phantom Zone. Right. Like, how, how thin is that layer between the realities? Like, did he, did he think he heard something? Or, like, did something in his subconscious know that Seg was there? Or that something was disturbing the Force? <laughs> right. That's Yeah, I'm kind of curious on that whole fact. What's going yeah. on with that? Yeah, like that would be, that's interesting. Like, I want to learn more about that. Yes. Well, maybe next week. Oh, for sure. 
Oh, we got two episodes left? Uh, yeah, is episode this a eight. Ten, is it 10 episode season? Episode nine, episode 10. Oh, wow. Like, that was fast. Yes, it is. Not really sure what comes on after that. When's Van Helsing coming back? Van Helsing comes back in September. So um, Van Helsing's going to drop right after this does. Yeah, and Killjoys is on now. Yes. I Back a couple of weeks ago. I know. I really should be watching it, but I haven't been. I've been busy this summer. Oh, look, me too. Like, But my busy is different from your busy. Yeah. Like, I've been busy working, and um, like we're not talking about Krypton right now. There's this Turkish rom-com that I've been loving. It's two hours of my life every day, and I love it. I don't care. A Turkish and thank God there are subtitles. Yes, I'll send you the title. Um, it's uh, Erkinsi Kus. Hmm. It's so good. Interesting. It's cheesy, but it's so good. I got one of my friends watching it. She was yelling at me yesterday. She's like, I stole two hours of her life. And she kind of loves it. Hmm. Yeah. That is okay. All right. I'll, I'll send you this. I'll post it in the, in the group. Um, we have been watching Finishing Up Dark, season two. I need to watch that. Dark I is... was watching season one again because mm-hmm. it can be confusing. Literally. So I was if, trying to get back at Yeah. If you haven't watched Dark People, you should really watch it. Watch season one, watch it's season good. two. Subtitle, oh, the subtitles, uh, the dubbing can be a little off at times, but that's fine. Just live with it. It's okay. Yeah. I watched it with the dubbing, and it was all right. Yeah, yeah I don't mind it. It's it. just certain spots of it. But, dude, serious time travel that really makes you think, because this whole mm-hmm. season, I literally had a moment at work the other day when I went, oh, my God. That was so-and-so back then, blah, blah. And I sent Tracy an email. She was like, whoa. (laughs) Because you don't catch everything because the storyline on this thing is so interwoven and with the different time zones and how everything reacts. Because, you know, in Dark, they actually go from century to century to, you know, the back and forth in time to future now. It's awesome. So just watch it. I also highly recommend a movie that I just watched. If If you are fine with subtitles. It's on Netflix. It's called The Great Battle. And it is a uh, Korean film. And it is about a historical uh, siege of the Ansi Fortress and the epic 88-day battle that Mm -hmm. happened between, like, um, the fortress and we're standing off, like, 5,000 men or something. We're standing off from 500,000 invading Tang Dynasty people. It is epic. It is amazing. I loved it. It was a, it was great. So just watch it. I'm stuck on Korean shows too. So there's that whole thing right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The battle scenes are just literally the battle scenes are just amazing because of the amount of it. If you liked Lord of the Rings and the battle scene there and some of the Game of Thrones larger battle scenes, you will love this show. It is great. Okay, I'm adding it to my list. Okay, and I, that's all. I'll stop right there with all the other shows I'm watching. We can go on. <laughs> no, I'm sure no one wants to hear everything else. So, um, yeah, and if, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do you got? Um, well, those are our biggest takeaways from this episode. Um, like just the cool alt reality that Lida had and that she had everything that she finally wanted and like she couldn't enjoy it because it wasn't real. Like her, her mind rebelled against right. like the, the, 
Like just the narrative that yeah. didn't ring true in yeah, some every, parts. Yeah, everything just came across. I mean, maybe it was too perfect. If, maybe if they didn't screw with the Black Mercy, she would have been fine. That and then the moment where I guess they they were using the codex to see what their future child would be, right. and then like her subconscious was like, "Hey, you guys are gonna have a kid who's kind of evil." Right. Yeah, you need to kind of check on this because things are going off and wrong. Yeah. So that was a good episode. Like, this season has been really good. Yes, it like, has That's been. the thing about sci-fi shows. Like, as the seasons go by, like, they get really into the story, and the twists are so amazing. Yep. Definitely. I like it. And, you know, I'm not a Superman fan, so there we go. <laughs> oh, come on, Brad. Nah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians. Be sure to watch the trailer for Season 4 or the little sneak peek with the chauvinistic pig. Yay! And Van Helsing, which comes on September. 12 Monkeys, another great time travel show, and a bunch mm-hmm. of other things that we've covered. Also, a lot Absolutely. of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Okay, if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode or the season so far, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever method you so choose. And until next time. Oh, wow. Until next time. Be careful of hmm, proclaiming your love to someone new because your dead love is going to pop up. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to yeah, there's that. Especially yeah. when you're on a different world. Yeah. I'm just saying. Alrighty. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.